The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, over the years, many people have said that the Leaving Cert needs to be changed to allow students to adapt to the curriculum, with biology, physics, and chemistry being some of the popular subjects chosen by Leaving Cert students. A new 40% assessment said to be completed in fifth year could be one of the solutions to the problem of attracting more people into STEM subjects. Now, I'm joined by Education Editor of the Irish Times, Carla Bryant. Carl, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So, what is this proposal? Yeah, so the big picture to this, Pat, as you know, is we've had so much criticism about the Leaving Cert that it is this pressure cooker exam that happens in June and everything rides on how you perform on the day. And that in itself is leading to a lot of teaching to the test and regurgitation and and, and so on. So they are the big arguments in the background. The way to solve this, says uh, Minister for Education, Norma Foley, is to have these second components of assessments. So these are projects, as you said, worth 40% of the marks to be completed from fifth year onwards. So these will be attached to all the subjects eventually, but they're starting off uh, with three subjects, physics, biology and chemistry. And the shape of this, uh, what it's going to look like, and it's open for consultation from today until February, is that the State Examinations Commission will set out a brief when a student is in fifth year to get them started on researching and exploring an area that they're interested in. Uh, Then by the time they reach into sixth year, there'll be a more detailed uh, brief from the State Examinations Commission setting out exactly uh, how projects should be shaped, the type of questions that should be explored. And then students will be expected to spend at least 20 hours of class time on these investigations of course, they can spend time on, the, on their own as well, doing them in their spare time at home. These would be supervised by teachers who can monitor that students are progressing and that it is their own work. And then students have the opportunity then to uh, collate their findings or experiments together in, in a document which will be sent to the State Examinations, Examinations Commission, which will be marked by them externally. Now, what we're hearing from policymakers is really this is about students having a chance to demonstrate you know, what is part of science, like gathering and analysing data, coming to a conclusion. The emphasis, as they would say, is around the process. It's not the perfect answer. And this is really all about broadening how we assess students. So it's not all about regurgitating what you know on a page. And and I can see teaching kids the scientific method would be uh, very important and that you don't always get that perfect result that you anticipate. All all of that is, is good. But the the question of 40% of the marks for the Leaving Cert being attributed to that? It's a big, uh, it's a big whack of marks, certainly. And, and as you know, if you, if you, if you do well in this uh, research project, you know, you have passed the exam starts uh, straight off and it does reduce the kind of pressure that you face uh, in, in the written exam then. But there is a criticism emerging. This is from teachers who are saying that you know, this is just, if you like, 20 hours of class time uh, out of about 180 hours. And are we attaching, you know, way too many marks to what is a short uh, part of the curriculum? Uh, now, the policymakers who are behind these changes are actually saying that, listen, it is more than 20 hours. Like this starts in fifth year, continues on to sixth year. Why there's only 20 hours of class time, students be able be expected to do far more of this in their spare time. And they would say it would resemble in many ways uh, what students are doing for 
for things like the, the young scientist competition. And yeah. a lot of that learning takes place, obviously, outside of the yeah. classroom. And I think the beauty of the young scientist is that it, these are passion projects by students. These are topics that they're really engaged in. And I think the bigger picture of what these changes are aimed at is, is getting that student engagement uh, and agency, if you like, of being able to choose. To the rest what of them who, who are to. not passionate and don't enter the young scientist competition. The, the problem will be the same as it is in other practical subjects. Um, who's actually doing the work? Um, your older brother uh, entered the young scientist two years ago with a great project. Sure, just plagiarise that and put it in. Yeah, and that is that that's the risk. So what the uh, policymakers again are saying is that, you know, students will be or teachers rather will be monitoring the progress of the student over the course of what they're doing in the classroom. And uh, and also that there will be uh, spot checks, if you like, as well, where the, the SEC. Mm. Any reaction from the teachers is, or is it too soon? It's too soon. There isn't an official reaction, but certainly we're, we're detecting from some teaching sources that there is a bit of scepticism and uh, concern about, again, the, the volume of marks being attached to these projects. But, you know, I think it, it will change teaching. I think it is a challenge for teachers who may have been uh, using the same formula for many years in a very successful manner. This just does change how things will happen in the classroom. And there is also an element of being careful what you wish for, because lots of people have been looking for more continual assessment and less focus on the written exam. But of course, the more continual assessments and projects that you do have, the more you create mini pressure points throughout fifth year and sixth year. So I think the sequencing of when all these happen and what the deadlines are will have to be carefully monitored so we don't, in fact, create more stress for students just spread over a longer period. It's kind of continuous assessment, but not as it's mostly understood elsewhere, which is where the teachers themselves continually assess their students, whether that's in other countries at second level or whether it is, as is the case here, in third level. Uh, One comment, those who support continuous assessment are generally those who've never been through it. Ask any third level student who has non-stop written assessments, exams, presentations, etc. It's relentless torture, which has got out of hand in some circumstances. Everything in moderation. Continuous assessment is not the be-all and end-all of everything, says that texture. Well, that's not really what we're talking about here it's you know in the subjects 20 hours work for 40 percent of the marks sounds good to me yeah i i think that they do have a point though you know there is, there is an element of that when you do uh, get all of these projects together that that is a it changes the way work is being done and it will be a lot of pressure i think throughout fifth and sixth year to be producing these these uh, second components of assessment and we've actually seen it a bit in junior cycles so you have these um assessments called classroom-based assessments where a student will have to present something uh, to the class and to the teacher and on their own they're fine but when you have eight or nine of them it, it changes the dynamics quite a bit but the big picture here again is that we're trying to assess students in new ways so you know the 21st century skills people talk about are you know critical thinking collaboration communication so the idea is you know to use these uh, assessments and to, to broaden how we assess students across these areas rather than just the traditional written exam carla bryan education editor of the irish times thank you very much for joining the pat kenny show with aviva insurance weekdays at 9 a.m on news talk